This, the Leuna betting picks edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up today using promo code SGPN and then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash dog to enter our bonus contest. Five winners will receive shirts, hats, and a $50 SGPN gift card. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app and use the promo code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month and start making smarter bets today. Drivers, start your Wrap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. Welcome into another episode of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez. Today, we break down the Xfinity as we march ever so closer to a race weekend in Las Vegas. Uh, chat's already blowing up. Oh, my God. I love it. when The first thing we see when we log on to our YouTube is uh, people just having some fun conversations, and it's always a blast. Walter right there first saying, good evening, gents, looking for, or good evening, guys, looking forward to a great show. Thank you. But this is the one that was making Cody laugh. Chris in the chat, SVG, SVG. Give it up, Zeb. Don't be scared. All right. Yep. Take Jesus to win. Uh, yeah. Have a good night. We'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it. Uh, I. You know what? I've looked at our cards Let's and see. neither one of yeah, us. I was, was going to say I hadn't looked at your card yet. Yeah, but no. do we have any uh, SVGs on our cards this week? I figured that I didn't want to argue with you this early or this uh, early in the afternoon. Yeah. I just. I, hey. I, I think he's going to be fine on this type of track. I, I think you know I, I underestimated him a little bit on the the super speedways. He did great. I think he'll be 10th to 15th this week, and, and that's probably the range we're going to see him in a lot of weeks. You know, I don't know that there's really much much of a way to bet on him. I didn't see him in any head-to-heads or anything. We don't get top fives in X, or top tens in Xfinity, so meh. Yeah. Well, and look, Chris, no props for Atlanta. It, and yes. Yeah, he, he did got, great. He got yeah. props. He got props. He, he didn't run out of gas, so hey, <laughs> right. and, you know, I mean, there's hey, a lot of guys that were regulars way. that did. Yeah, and it's a super speedway, so you got to survive and be there at the end. So I full props to SVG for what he got third, right? So hey, it's it's great to see. Uh, and yeah, I, I I have a lot of faith and hope for him to have a great future. Uh, I just you know at times he's been pumped up a little too much. So I was trying to bring the bring the temp in the room back down, but he's fine. I love him. I, I hope to see good success. Obviously, Trackhouse kind of firing on all cylinders right now too. So. Uh, good for them. Yeah, team, you can't really ignore at this point, especially in the Xfinity world, uh, after two races. Uh, Joe's epilogue saying, does AJ stand for Apple Jacks? It may stand for a little more than that, actually, uh, out there as well. So, uh, again, so this is the Leuna, uh, and that's it, exclamation point. The Leuna. Yeah, no no mileage on this name. Interesting move. But I, 
and I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. I, I did a little bit of research to try to figure it out. There's not very many people out there pronouncing it uh, other than that way. So if I'm wrong, please, uh, you know, you know how I like to get things right. So if I'm wrong, please correct me. But yeah, it's Lee Una. And then I got it, but yeah. I got to say it excited. Lowercase. What is it? The lowercase I yeah. and then everything else yeah. is capitalized. The Lee so. Una. Yeah. Woo-hoo. I like um, it. That's better than I would have done. So yeah. I'm not even going to try it. We'll go with that. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, around Las Vegas. God, I can't wait for this, uh, this weekend of racing. It's just going to be so exciting. Uh, trucks kick us off. Xfinity takes us, uh, most of the way there and then cups bring us home. So, uh, yeah, Cody, but there is actually a few things that have gone on, uh, that we can actually talk about. And a lot of it has to deal with Dale jr. And that, uh, whole circle that he runs around in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so Dale Jr. not going to be back at NBC this fall for, you know, as of right now, the Cup Series and Xfinity Series are are Fox through the first half of the season. NBC takes over for the second half. Dale Jr. has been on the NBC broadcast basically since he stopped racing, uh, but his contract was up and there had been a lot of rumors, you know, was he going back? Is he not? He is not going back. Instead, he is signing a deal with Amazon Prime and uh, Warner Brothers Discovery, which would be TNT. Um, so next season in 2025. So we get no Dale Jr. in the booth at all this season. Uh, you know, maybe he'll come in as a guest at some point. I could see that even for NBC or, or well, Fox isn't doing the guests as much this year because they've got the full-time crew. But be interesting to see who replaces him if they do a rotating cast like Fox did. Who knows there? But next season, the TV deal, of course, we'll have Fox, then Amazon TNT kind of in the middle of the season. That's where Dale Jr. will be in. And then NBC will take over for the end of the season, only for the Cup Series. Um, so I'm assuming Amazon, likely. They've got a little a couple dollars over there. Probably threw some money at them. I they got, they got a lot of my money over the last month, I'll tell you that a much. <laughs> a lot of everyone's money, Rod. <laughs> I think that that uh, Dale Jr. also is kind of at that point. His, his daughters are getting a little bit older. He's wanting to spend more time with them. I think you know, doing Xfinity, doing Cup, doing practice, all this stuff was a lot for him. Now he's basically just going to show up and call the races. And it's only, I think there's only 12 races between the two broadcasting teams. So kind of a little spot in the middle of the season. You know, for NBC, he was working, I think he did Olympics a couple years ago. He was doing uh, the Indy 500 every year. He was doing the Kentucky Derby every year. Uh, All of that stuff. So, um, yeah, I think that this is a good opportunity for him to be at home with the the wife and the girls a little more, but still be part of it. Because I think he still wants to be part of it. Um, And, and. Hey, Dale Jr. probably the most powerful person in NASCAR, right? So if people are going to be, you know, slow on the switching to Amazon, switching to TNT for the races, we'll we'll, we'll attract them with Dale Earnhardt Jr., right? And hard to say no to that guy if you're a fan. So yeah, Chris saying Jr. said he wouldn't want to broadcast races if he wasn't actually at the track. It's probably did, got something to do with it. That on the podcast this week, which could have been a shot at NBC. Uh, I don't know because I think that. The plan, NASCAR is building a huge production facility um, in Charlotte there. And, and I think all the Xfinity races are going to be called remotely because NASCAR is handling all the production for CW uh, next year. Um, and, and so I think that, that Xfinity is probably all going to be remote for the most part. So I don't know if NBC has plans to do that. I'd be a little surprised. I think they still want the guys in the booth at the track. Um, but. And let's face it, why wouldn't you, though? Because, listen, honestly, I, I know I, we live in a world where you can do things from all over the place nowadays. But when it comes to sports and when it comes to calling sports, there's no – I mean, 
you can get excited watching it from a distant location, but there's nothing like the thrill of being at it actually live that heightens the experience of not just you, but your ability to deliver that same excitement to the audience. If I'm if I'm calling a race in Vegas from Charlotte, like it, I'm watching it on TV. I, you and I could do that, and people would probably like us better sitting around watching a NASCAR race, as we call it, than somebody. Hey, NBC's you know. looking for somebody, Rod. Hey, psh, I, my resume. Yeah, we could in. do it from right here. Yeah, we could. I'm telling you right now. I, if if all it takes is for me to watch a monitor and call a race, let's go. Like I'm ready. Yeah, but yeah, who knows if that was actually part of the deal or not? But I, I think it works kind of overall for juniors. So no junior on NBC this season. Uh, we don't know who. And this is all per the athletic as well. Um, we don't know who will replace them or any of that stuff just yet. So a couple of other news stories uh, to catch up on. Junior Motorsports had a big announcement today. You know, a lot of rumors. Matt Kenseth, Carl Edwards, all the people hopeful. Of course, it was not those. Maybe Junior was announcing where he was going to race because he's going to do one one race this season. I don't think that's been announced yet. But the announcement, Bubba Pollard is going to be driving the 88 car at Richmond. Um, again, this 88 car is getting a lot of work this season. I mean, it is, it's, they're entering it in a lot of races. Bubba Pollard, if you don't know, kind of a guy from the Cars Tour, pretty popular grassroots driver. You know how big Dale Jr. is on getting those guys uh, opportunities. Reem is going to sponsor the car. If you don't know, Reem is uh, Brandon Jones. His father is the president at Reem. They've got the tie in with Menards. That's why he's got that whole deal and all that. So uh, another junior work and stuff behind the scenes to get these uh, smaller guys these opportunities so that's gonna be a great opportunity for Bubba Pollard when we get to Richmond in a couple of weeks to, to drive that extra Xfinity 88 car maybe something we look at maybe they give us some head-to-heads maybe they give us I doubt that it'll be anything we want to put in a in a top five or a top 10 market but something yeah, depending on maybe what the top 10 is. yeah you never know well we don't get top 10s at Xfinity but yeah. Top five. He's a short track guy. Who knows? We'll see when we get there. We will see when we get there, and we will get there quite soon, but not before I tell you about Underdog Fantasy. Look, if you guys are looking for all of our favorite Underdog Fantasy picks, well, you ought to wait till tomorrow, but we will make sure to load you up with our fair share of Underdog Fantasy picks, as we always do each week now with racing season full swing. God, I'm so happy. Last week, we hit six of six on our underdog picks. We're going to come back with that same intensity, that same fire, and that same uh, just drive to earn you guys some money on underdog fantasy because it is the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Plus, it's also the fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. All you got to do, it's simple. If you've never played before, first of all, all you do is pick higher or lower. If you're playing anything like basketball, football, baseball, hockey, whatever, higher or lower is usually the great way to, to delineate between these. Or... In racing world, it's better than or worse than because thankfully we all had a conversation with them and said, hey, listen, higher, lower, a little confusing, clean up the language they did. And now you have better or worse than on the driver's positions. All they got to do is either finish better or worse than and you're going to cash up to 100 times on some of these spicy, spicy picks. Whew, man, I'm telling you right now, it's so much fun. And not to mention, if you sign up right now with the promo code RACE, SGPN, you're going to get a 100% deposit match up to $100. So sign up today with promo code RACESGPN. Get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Plus, you're going to toss in an instant pick them special. So visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the App Store. Don't forget to register with our promo code RACE. 
SGPN to get your first deposit doubled up to $100 as well as that instant pick'em special. Must be 18 or older and present in the state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-522-4700 or visit www.ncpgaming.gambling.com. Plus, SGPN is teaming up with Underdog to give you even more of a bonus. Sign up between now and the end of the month, so you got a few minutes left. Uh, Five winners are going to receive an Underdog hat, Underdog shirt, and a $50 SGPN gift card. Sign up today using that promo card RACESGPN. Then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash dog to enter the contest for your chance to win. All right, Cody, as it is, we are going to the Las Vegas Motor Speedway for this, the Leuna. That's it. There's, but it is uh, it is 200 laps around this one-and-a-half-mile paved track. This is a 300-mile race. Again, it's 200 laps. We're back to a brand, or not a brand new, but we're back to the more familiar mile-and-a-half tracks for these guys. So all of the chaos of super speedways are gone. Now we're back to where we can sort of stretch our legs and and race the way God intended it to be, and that is uh, single (laughs) file around this for a long, long time. Uh, But no, I mean, listen, again, as we talked about going into, uh, if if all you listen to is the Xfinity show and you don't listen to the Cup show, we did kind of talk about it in the Cup episode saying, now you can't really take what we saw in the last two weeks, much of what we saw over the last two weeks with you. Uh, Cody waved that uh, forgetty stick. Yeah, I was to a, you. a little confused by JDK's question here. He asked if I think Love can pull another poll out. I, has he sat on the poll this year? I, I don't know. I don't remember the last two weeks because they don't matter. So, uh, no, he's not going to sit on the poll. He's in the RCR. So. Yeah, RCR cost doesn't on the poll. Uh, but yeah, but I mean, uh, what we can kind of take away, though, is uh, some attitudes, some some driving aggression and and things that we see that we actually can can sort of and pick up on. But Austin Hill is the only driver locked in to the playoffs in all three NASCAR series. That That is something to I mean, they can go to Vegas and gamble as much as they want to. He is in the playoffs as long as he starts the rest of the races this regular season. I mean, he's locked in. So. Um, you know, it would not be possible. Well, that takes some math, but I don't think it's possible for him to not get locked in. <laughs> He's driving with loaded dice this weekend uh, all around the track. So uh, he's the roulette wheel ball that will just stop wherever the hell he wants because it doesn't really matter at this point for exactly. him. Uh, but no, you're right, because he can take a few chances outside of that. So uh, it's going to be an interesting race. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch these guys. And now we get to see guys like JDK, like Jesse Love. We get to see what he does. On yeah. a, this is where you can start yes. judging what Jesse Love's season looks like. Because yeah. the last two weeks, while impressive, don't matter until we get to Talladega. Then maybe we could talk about that there some more. But it just it doesn't. It's not going to translate going forward to that. So uh, again, that's a good reminder. We talked about it yesterday on the Truck Series episode. Talked about it on the Cup Series episode. Talked about it on the Recap Show. But if you haven't caught any of those yet, as you get into this, it, what happened the last two weeks has no bearing on what will happen this weekend. And really makes no difference uh, in any way, shape, or form for what you saw. Uh, you know, in the Cup Series, Todd Gilliland has led more laps than anyone else this season. Rod, uh, if I could bet on him to not lead laps this weekend, I would absolutely take that bet because the only way he's leading laps is on a, a green flag cycle for pit stops. If crown him already, Cody, happens. crown him already. <laughs> exactly. It's just not not how it works. So, uh, looking at the entry list for this, not as hefty as the Truck Series entry list as far as. Uh, you know, guys moonlighting in this series. So 
Uh, we've got the two rotating um, JGR cars. John Harnemacek for the third week in a row will remain in the 20 car. Eric Almarola making his first start back at JGR, by the way. He was uh, started his career back at Joe Gibbs Motorsports before he moved on to different pastures and found his way through the Cup Series. He's now back with them and running the part-time schedule. So he's going to be in the 19 car um, for Joe Gibbs Racing. And John Harnemacek will be in the 20 car. And then the other Toyota that is a different one here is the 26 for Sam Hunt Racing. Corey Heim coming up from the Truck Series. He's going to be racing in that. We're actually going to be talking about him a little bit here in a little bit. So um, wanted to catch up on the chat real quick here, too. We got the, uh, Dos Flacos with his cheers, boys. Cheers to Dos Flacos. Dos Flacos is already in the show sheet again. It seems like he knows what we're going to talk about every Swear time, to God, so. that guy. I told uh, you when I sent him, when I sent it to him, I tell him, don't put it in the chat. And yet he still does. So thank you. Thank you, Dos Flacos. Yes, there was. Dan is throwing out a, a curse word here. Wish we had more beep head to head with SVG. Uh, and then and then uh, Chris following up with he thought that I would bet on Voldemort. Absolutely Ooh. not. I would take SVG. See, Chris, we found the bar. We found out where it's at. <laughs> Uh, and uh, Dan also taking a peek at the show sheet, I think. So we'll be talking about that in a few. Don't worry. You know what it is, Cody? It's not even that they're taking a peek at the show sheet. We have fostered a fantastically smart, yes. smart audience. This is this is just look for. I know I'm telling you right now. I absolutely love the fact that you guys are are sharp. But see, this is what I'm talking about. At some point, you won't need us. Hopefully, you just come back to us because you like us and you just want to keep hearing us reaffirm what you already thought because we helped you get there. So uh, that that's every podcaster's dream is for you to <laughs> to not to to work your way out of existence. And yet you still stick around because you just like the sound of me screaming at you and Cody's uh, soothing voice. I love it. All right, Rod. Uh, I think we got to everything now. Yeah. Caught up on the news. Uh, it's time to give the bets out, isn't it? Uh, yeah. yeah, it is. Thank you, producer. It's time to put the bets out. But <laughs> Let's go. Speed it up. I'm ready to go. Dude, I, much like the truck series yesterday, we had so many great options. I sort of felt bad. I beat you to the document, and I, I loaded <laughs> this You don't thing. feel bad. I you... mean, I, no, I don't feel bad. But there's so many good I couldn't. I just kept adding bets, and I'm like, fuck, this looks good. Fuck, that looks good. Like. Oh, man, they're, we're in Vegas this week, and they're letting us gamble. I love it. It's great. This is a an amazing Xfinity card. So, yeah, get ready because I, I got a lot of bets on the, on the sheet here. Cody went walking down the snack aisle of the grocery store and was like, like, yes. Give me one of those. Yes, yes. I'll add this one in this tab. Do these things really match? No, but I'm going to put them together anyways. So so just, just so you guys know, last night Cody texts me and says, you probably don't want to do this, but <laughs> – I'm ready to rock, and I'm ready to rock with Xfinity like late so at night. If you're, I was so excited, Rod. I'm like, <laughs> you know, I get done with my research, and I'm like, dude, I'm pumped up. I'm ready to give these out. Like, do you want to go tonight? You just want to do the show tonight? Get it out of the way. Like, let's go, man. I'm ready. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, but my my kids and wife have forgotten what I look like, and they claim me for the rest of the night. So my bad. But and then so I opened the dock, and just like Cody said, he's got everything just filled out. I'm like, there's nobody left for me to bet. So yeah, I'll so just copy. Rod took the SVG out right because that's the only thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I put Daniel Hemrick in there for uh for good measure. So uh, uh, yeah, even though right. he's not in the race. <laughs> no, and that's why I just uh, threw in whatever odds i just made for him but uh all right we will get to the bets because cody's anxious he's been anxious since last night to give you guys his betting card so 
let's get this on the way. But first, let's tell you about Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter to this NBA season with Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NBA and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame bets, a revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. I'm going to refrain from saying the name of this race for the rest of the episode because I still feel like I'm saying it wrong. I'm self-conscious about how I'm saying it, and you know me. I like to get it right, so uh, I'll, I'll just say the Xfinity race for to, uh, for this weekend uh, in Las Vegas, and, and it's time to fill out those cards. So, Cody, I know you've been ready to, to dish this one out since last <laughs> night, so please start us off. Yes, I'm excited. First of all, shout out to Rye Cape in the chat saying, let's go. Hey, what's up, Rye? Rye and uh, Full Tech with Phil actually going to be on the show as well. 8 p.m. Eastern time tonight over on the NASCAR report. That's so, loaded. Uh, I'll post the link over in the Discord, but make sure you check us out. Dos Flacco saying best odds of all three series. Well, it might be hard to argue with that. I mean, I do really like the truck series race and really, really good, just good slate overall for all three series this week. So I'm happy about that with it being the first kind of real week where you can bet on stuff where it's not just the complete super speedway uh, gamble. But is that why we're happy about it? I feel like that may be why we're we're more happy could, about it. It could be. We get a normal, a quote unquote normal week, right? Yeah. So, um, oh, you got it. <laughs> yeah. Oops. We both clicked at the same time. Uh, JB checking in. Good to see there's practice for Vegas. Yeah. So you know, make sure you're paying attention to that as well. We'll be talking about that. Um, we'll be talking about that over on the the Discord as well once once practice is in the book. But all right, Rod, time to get to it. Um, I'm gonna start off. Sheldon Creed. Is over with JGR now in the Joe Gibbs camp. I'm going to take him over AJ Allmendinger plus 120. Uh, look, Sheldon Creed was impressive last year in an RCR car. There's no question that, and again, this is where you've got to remember from the last two weeks. I know both RCR cars were fast. I know they were both very impressive. Does not matter. It doesn't translate. When you get to this type of track, they are not going to be head and shoulders above everyone else like they were at the super speedways again when we get to talladega in a couple of weeks we can have that conversation again they're going to be the cream of the crop we understand that this week it's going to be the jgr cars it's going to be the jrm cars we've seen this story how many years in a row now we know how this works that's going to be the case so you're getting a jgr car over a colleague car don't get me started on the colleague cars right i went we, we went in the down the twitter hole on that last night uh, about how Colleague doesn't actually care about winning races, although they might in the Xfinity series. They don't in the Cup series. But um, anyways, A.J. Allmendinger, I think he's going to have a solid run. I think he's going to be strong through this day. I think he's going to be a top 10 car. I think he'll be pushing for a top five. I don't think he's going to be competing for the win, where Sheldon Creed, I do think he can compete for the win. So if you go back and you look, Creed in the last two spring races here at Las Vegas, a ninth place and a seventh place, nice solid runs. Again, in an RCR car, he's way stepping his game up in one of these full-time JGR cars this season. Um, AJ did win here in 2021, so you got to give him credit for that. Seventh, ninth, 22nd, and the other three races um, that he's been in since then. He didn't race Xfinity races here last season because he was full-time in the Cup Series. Um, but the last two races of, the, of last year for Sheldon Creed, if you go back and you look um, at the last two races, at Martinsville and Phoenix, 
second place in both of them. So he finished the season really strong. Again, that's kind of what I'm looking for as far as what have you done for me lately, more so than the Xfinity or than the, the Super Speedway races because they just don't translate as much. You go back to Kansas last year, third place, again, in an RCR car, not even in a JGR car yet. Third place there. He was eighth place at Texas. Um, and you go back to A.J. Allmendinger, you know, 22nd. And so going back and looking at what A.J. did at mile and a half since 2022, the last time he was full-time in Xfinity, uh, 22nd of Vegas, 6th at Kansas, again, decent run. Ninth at Texas, decent run. Ninth at the second Vegas race, decent run. 19th at Charlotte, but none of those jumping off the page screaming to me you know, that he's going to be up there near the very front of things. So I love Sheldon Creed this week. I think everyone's going to be kind of surprised and like, whoa, we didn't see this coming. Where, where did this Sheldon Creed come from? Because they're not realizing, as I knock stuff over in my office here, uh, they're not realizing that he's in a JGR car and he's going to be extremely fast this week. So give me Sheldon Creed over AJ Allmendinger. And it's plus money too, plus 120 over on Superbook. Um, so I absolutely love this one. Well, <clears throat> this is our first disagreement of the, well, not even disagreement. Oh, this is, this is how the Xfinity, again, if you've not listened to an Xfinity series show last couple of weeks, again, throw it out super speedways. If you didn't listen to an Xfinity series show last week and you want to hear the show, Rod and I disagree on the most. It is always the Xfinity series show, and we're kicking it off in good fashion right here. It's so weird because it really does. It never, I don't know, your, your bleeding love for JGR just sort of just clouds your entire <laughs> oh, I got a lot of JGR. I know my, you do. That's what I'm saying. Here. Hey, I threw one JRM driver in there. And I, did I, I didn't even do it this time. I mean, okay, I did. I threw one in there, but I, I did it in an unconventional way. Oh, I, I, want, I, I don't want to be pegged as the only, the only J, JRM guy. JGR like. just going to destroy us, right? Yeah, well, we'll see about that. So listen, your bet can still cash as long as he, uh, Sheldon Creed does come in in either second or first because I have AJ as a top three car at plus 350. You already rattled off some of his finishes on there, but I'm going to go on to say that, listen, when you when you talked about his finishes, right, he does have a win here in 2021. You're absolutely right. He started second in 2021 in the fall and finished in seventh place, but he, he's led laps in every single race in the Xfinity Series that he's been on. In 2021 in the spring, 44 laps. In 2021 in the fall, 20 laps. In 2022, he led 32 laps. He started on the pole that day, Ended up finishing ninth, unfortunately. And then in the fall of 2022, where did he start? Oh, yeah, on the pole. And then finished in 22nd. But in that race in the in the fall of 2023, he actually was in the top 10 uh, in, in both stages. He was second at the end of stage one, and he was uh, seventh in the end of stage two. Um, and so to me, obviously, if you're running around in the front, you do have an opportunity to sort of sneak up there and and win this race. Uh, but again, A.J. Allmendinger leading laps in every single race that he's been on in the Xfinity Series. And like I said, two poles and a win. That means he's always got a fast car when he comes here. We know that he's sneaky good at other tracks that aren't necessarily road courses. So I'm giving A.J. Allmendinger the benefit of the doubt here. I'm not, I'm not going out so far as to say he's going to win this race. But I still think a top three performance out of him, especially now because of this, right, Cody? We watched him go up to the Cup Series last year. We watched the pressure of all of what that entailed sort of wear on him all season long, right? He just, he was worn out. He was tired. He was, he. I mean, when he won that race, he was emotional because he didn't think he was ever going to do it again in the Cup Series. And and he knew that his time up there was, was running down. Now, 
Look, he's back where the pressure is a lot less. There's still pressure. Don't get us wrong. Uh, there's still pressure to win, but it's a lot less pressure now. And you got to think that that year that he spent up there is all is done him well to just sort of calm him down. So I think maybe now that we're back on our normal track, now that we're back in in some sort of normal rhythm, this is better for AJ. And I think a top three finish for him, especially at plus three fifty. For a guy that sat on the pole the last two times that he was on this track as an Xfinity driver, has a win in four races, five races that he's been in in this series um, on this track. I just think that number is too big to pass up, right? I think you have to at least try to, to take a chance on that and, and bank on a good run from him. Now, again, Creed can finish second or win this race, and both of our bets bet, hit. So, um, yeah, I like AJ as a top five car at, uh, at – on top three car, rather, at plus 350. Yeah, I don't hate it. Again, I think AJ's going to be in the mix. I, I think he'll be top five, top 10 most of the day, kind of be hanging out there at the end. Has the, op the opportunity to get in the top three. I do think Creed's going to be in the faster car, the better car. That's why I'm taking Creed over him, especially at the plus money. But AJ can definitely still do this. And plus 350 is, is a pretty solid number. So I definitely don't hate that at all. Next up for me, Rod, I got a couple of top fives going for kind of shooting for a little bit bigger odds with these guys. But I think they've definitely both got some pretty good potential. So I'm going to start with Brandon Jones to get a top five at plus 275. He's got 14 starts here, Rod. Um, seven times he's been inside the top seven at the end of the race. Um, he's got two third-place finishes. He was eighth in the fall when we were just hitting here. Um, and, and that was when they were starting to finally figure things out, right? Really rough season to start for Brandon Jones at JRM. The transition coming over from JGR, things just didn't click. Things didn't go well. Very rough season at the start, but at the end of the season, started to kind of piece things together, started to put things together a little bit, um, and you know he ends up with a second place at Kansas in the fall. He ends up with a third place at Michigan. Tracks he's very good on and that are comparable to Vegas here this weekend. So I think things kind of started to ramp up for them at the end of the season. I think he can carry that into the beginning of this season. I think that at plus 275, just to get in the top five, is a good shot on Brandon Jones. So there's your JRM love for me. And I'm also going to take my guy, Corey Heim, from the Truck Series. I'm taking for a top five at plus 750. It's a big number. He's definitely a long shot to get this done. He's in the Sam Hunt Toyota, not a JGR Toyota. So, you know, make sure you're, you're noting that. Uh, Sam Hunt has cut back down to one car this season instead of having two. I think they're trying to focus their efforts a little more on that. Um, Heim is a big-time TRD driver. I mean, I kind of expect him to take over the 42 for John Hernemachek next year. When Nemechek moves to Gibbs to replace Truex, or you know, whether that happens next year, 2026, I think right now that's the path that Toyota has laid out. So I think they're going to give him a little extra in this car, and I think the car is going to be just fine. I'm as a solid driver. You know, last year he was in this car at Darlington, had a 10th place finish. So if he can get up to 10th, maybe a little bit of help with some wrecks, whatever the case may be, he's a better driver by now. Maybe the equipment's improved a little bit. He can find his way up into, um, the top five there as well. So, and again, you go back to the truck series and we talked about this yesterday on the truck series episode, but out of all the races in the truck series last season, 22 races, he started three times. He finished worse than eighth place. He's just a good driver. He takes care of his equipment. He gets it to the, to the end. So I think at plus plus seven fifty, just to finish inside the top five, something that Corey Heim can definitely do. So Brandon Jones, top five plus two seventy five. 
Corey Heim top five plus 750. Yeah, Brandon Jones was one of those ones where I was about to put it in the dock. I was doing all my research. I was about to put it in the dock, and I looked. There it was. I was like, well, screw that. Cody's got it. I'm, yep. I'm going gotcha. to I'm gonna move on <laughs> to the next uh, to the next story. But I do like... He's, uh, he's, just, he's a guy I love hitting every time we come to a mile and a half because it's like there's enough spread out between the mile and a half that they forget he's good at the mile and a half specifically every time. And then he's always kind of in the mix there. Yeah. And, and then for, for Heim, of course, we, we know the love for Heim. So 750 is such a huge number. It's yeah. no, there's no harm in, in betting that one. That's yeah. only upside to that. And again, so. you get one crazy random wreck, takes out a couple competitors or, you know, or there's some kind of strategy late. You know, everybody runs out of gas on the last, whatever the case may be. Right. And he's the type of guy that's going to take care of it. He's going to put himself in position and have a chance. I think there at the end. I agree. Uh, speaking of having a chance at the end, You'd be remiss if you did not mention John Hunter Nemechek's name at least once in this entire broadcast. I'm not necessarily going to say that he's going to win this race, so he's not one of my outrights. Um, I'm, I'm so happy you put him in here because I had him on the card route. I did, and I took him off, and I didn't feel good about it, so I'm glad you're mentioning him. Well, and I have to in this capacity at least, right? He His top three number is probably the most, I don't want to say lucrative, but it's probably the one that makes the most sense out of all of his odds right now. His top three number, I know it's juiced, it's minus 120, but John Hunter Nemechek in the top three is probably a slam dunk. Um, not so much on Las Vegas, it, it, that's probably why it makes uh, bookmakers a little queasy, even though it's still minus money, uh, but he's got two second place finishes in six starts here, his average finish is 7.7. Uh, he's got an eighth place finish, a sixth place finish, and then a 12th and a 16th. So he hasn't necessarily finished all that well on Las Vegas on a consistent basis. Now, he did, he did pop up with two runner-up finishes, like I said, which puts him in the top three, which proves that he can do it. And one of those second place finishes was in that 23 uh, Gallagher car. So it wasn't even in the 20. Uh, but he has two top 10 finishes in the 20 car, a sixth place and a runner-up. But really where he makes his money is on these mile and a halfs. So you look at Charlotte, right? <laughs> Last season, he started second, finished second in the race at Charlotte. Uh, you look at Texas Motor Speedway. He's won two of the last three races on that, crashed out of one of them, but he, he led 60 laps and, and started fourth and finished 28th in that one. Um, but all top 10 finishes at the Texas Motor Speedway as an Xfinity driver, even in the 42, the 23, the 54, the 18, and the 20. Didn't matter what he was driving. He was winning at Texas Motor Speedway. Kansas, he's won two of three in Kansas in the 42 and the 20 and still finished eighth in the 23. You go to Phoenix one last time. No wins there, uh, but a string of top 10 finishes up until last year in the fall where we remember he led 66 laps. He was third on the grid when they rolled off. Unfortunately, he finished in 28th. So, um, yeah, John Hunter Nemechek, just an absolute terror around these mile and a halfs. It, it just last season, we just could not leave him off the card, right? And now that he's up in the in the Cup Series, I think when he comes down, you still can't leave him off the card. You just got to find the right place to do it. I said an outright seems a little too too much for me in this instance, but I think a top three at minus one twenty is worth a worth a taste. Yeah, this is, it's a lot like Larson in the Cup Series, right? Where John Hunter's probably the best driver and probably one of the fastest cars at, at JGR, but he's only plus three fifty to win. Not that we're against taking the favorites, which we haven't done in any of the three series this week. And spoiler, he's not on our. He was originally one of my picks to win, but I changed my mind. I just he's not done it here in Xfinity last season, even when he's dominating. Uh, and it's just 
there's you got to pick and choose your spots when you're going to go with the the heavy favorites like that. I don't think this is a good spot for it, but I think a top three and only minus one twenty is not a bad number at all. And if one of these other JGRs gets him, somebody else gets him, he still finishes in the top three and he can cash that for you. So, uh, Dan Aykroyd in the comments a little bit ago. Um, I'm going to assume this is the the comedic actor as well too. Dan <laughs> but, uh, Chandler Smith, some more Chandler Smith, and if we have some time, some more Chandler Smith. I couldn't agree with you more. This is Chandler Smith's weekend. So I probably should have ran the car lift on Chandler Smith, but that's all right. We're just going to take his top three right here. And uh, spoiler alert, we'll be talking about him again in a few more minutes. But top three for Chandler Smith is plus 275. Are you fucking kidding me, Rod? Last spring here, he led 118 laps. As he came to get two to go, leading the race, Austin Hill and... I am so happy it happened because we had Austin Hill that day. What, 20? Was he 22 to 1, 25 to 1 or something? Austin Hill passes him with two laps to go, wins the race. And Chandler Smith, after leading 118 laps in a colleague car, in a colleague car, he led 118 laps, Rod. Guess where he's at this year? JGR. He's going to be in a faster, better car than the car he led 118 laps in and almost won this race last season. Just for him to get in the top three, plus 275 is an absolute steal. Um, he led 23 laps in the fall here as well and finished in fourth place. So he was one spot outside of that top three. And again, massive upgrade in car going from colleague over to um, to JGR. He's only got two starts here in Xfinity Series, both those in the colleague cars. Uh, but you go back to last season at similar tracks, fourth place at Auto Club. He had a fourth place at Texas. And, and he's just he's in such a better car this season. It blows my mind that he's honestly not even the favorite to win this thing, and like he probably should be. I, this is your chance to get in on these JGR cars. No, it seems like people are not sure what Chandler Smith's going to do, what Sheldon Creed's going to do. You know, they're switching over to JGR. How's like? Have we not watched the last couple of seasons? I know it was Ty Gibbs. I know it was John Hernemacek, very talented guys, but Chandler Smith is highly talented. Sheldon Creed is highly talented, and these cars are just fast year in and year out. Um, so love the Chandler Smith top three. I got more on Chandler Smith in a bit, but we're going to start there. That number at plus 275, really, really good number for Chandler Smith. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, I love the Chandler Smith angle because, again, as you look through the stats, as you dig through, that name just pops out at you every at every turn. I mean, you look and you can't shake a, uh, can't throw a rock without hitting Chandler Smith. Don't do it. And I'll, I'll promise I won't do it when I'm there. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's just, you, you can't get away from Chandler Smith, so I'm glad you have him on the card as well. All right, I'm going to throw a stab out there at a top five. And this one, obviously the stats aren't necessarily there to back it up uh, 100%. This is just a more of a gut feeling for me. I got Jesse Love as a top five. Now, I would feel more comfortable. Let me put a disclaimer on this one. I would feel way more comfortable if I could get a top 10 odd on him because I would still probably take this top 10 down to even money, right? That, that would make me feel a little more comfortable for, for Love as a top 10. But we don't have top 10s, so I'm just going to go ahead and call him a top 5 car at plus 225 and let, let the chips fall where they may. See what I did there? It's Vegas. Uh, so, yeah, listen, the, the whole thing of this is is that I know that we're not, we're not taking the finishes from last week, the last few weeks, but what I've seen from him is the maturity to be able to drive this car well. We know that the two car is a good car. We know that his teammate is good and, and wins all the time, right? So we know that this team is capable of winning. We know that this car 
Well, okay, we didn't know the car was capable of winning because we haven't seen Creed. Do- Anyways, we know that the car <laughs> could win if the driver is uh, capable of putting it in victory lane. I love Creed. I'm sorry. We're going to have beers later. I'm just saying. You know your well, tough luck. Creed's, Creed's about to show everybody this year yeah. that the equipment is what was holding them back from winning. We'll, we'll see about that. Uh, but I will say again, we know that this is good equipment. We know that Austin Hill makes this equipment good. We know that Jesse Love is a good driver. So to me, look, he's in the right situation with the right team behind him. I feel like if he's got the right attitude, a top five is his ceiling. So I'm going to chase after his ceiling this week. I may be off of him for the rest of the season after this, but I think I want to see it. I want to see it now on a mile and a half. I want to see what this car can do. I want to see what he can do. Sheldon Creed in this car uh, took it in Vegas for a seventh place finish and a ninth place finish. He did have a 37th finish in there and a 15th finish uh, as well, but top 10 finishes for him in this uh, in Las Vegas. Not bad there. Jesse Love, though, has one good solid finish in the truck series that he can hang his hat on in a mile and a half, and that was a fourth place finish in Phoenix after starting 10th. So I don't know. I, I know we can't really correlate the truck series to the cup series, but they do say, Cody, that the truck series is the closest to the cup series, right, as far as handling is concerned. So, yeah, I don't know. Cup we'll see. Series, not the Xfinity Series. Oh yeah, I Xfinity <laughs> Series. Well, whatever. It's all the same to me. But yeah, ah, uh, I don't know. I plus two twenty five. By the way, that's the number for this. That's how why. many JGR cars are there? Four: Austin Hill, AJ Allmendinger, Justin Allgaier. Oof, I don't know. I don't know if I'm. Bu- I'm just not buying the. Je- I hate to be this guy, Rod. I don't. I love Jesse Love. I think he's an overly talented young kid, but. When these guys just get, it's like everybody's like, oh, my God, look what he did the last two weeks. And I know you're not basing it off that, but so many people are that it makes me feel like I have to just hate on him. I don't know. Well, again, <laughs> I'm out on Jesse Love for, for the time being. And I don't I don't think he's going to be bad. I think he's going to be fine. But he's young. That car is just not it's not the other teams. I don't know. I, and I'm just saying, again, and you're, you know me. I mean, I'm not the one to jump on bandwagons like that either, but I will say that from the eye test, from what I've seen as far as him just being able to handle this type of yeah. a situation. Again, that's what you can take away from the last two weeks is, you know, his poise was great and, and he performed well. You know, he runs out of gas. There's not, not really much he could have done about that. I mean, he's leading the race. really hard to save much more fuel than he did, I think. And, and the other one he wrecked, but he still was ended up there, so... You can take that, that side of things. Uh, Dos Flacco's checking in. Rod feeling spicy. Love has experience at Las Vegas, uh, but it's on the thir- three-eighths bullring course. He crushed it there, though. He likes him over Sammy Smith at even money. Uh, again, Dos Flacco's just obviously hanging out behind the scenes here. That sets me up because I am also taking a bet against uh, Sammy Smith. I'm going to take Eric Amarola in a couple of head-to-heads here. Eric Amarola, minus 120 over Sammy Smith at Caesars. Eric Amarola over AJ Allmendinger minus one ten. Um, we'll start with the the Eric Amarola over AJ Allmendinger one. Look, I made the points on AJ earlier. I think he's going to have a solid day, but I don't think he's going to compete to win. Did Rod? <laughs> I have a question here. Uh, what what team is Eric Amarola racing for in Xfinity here? Uh, well, if I had to guess, I'm going to have to say that Eric Almarola is 
racing for I've got the thing right up in front of me and I can't even find his damn name. Uh, who is he racing for? It's, it's Joe Gibbs. It is Joe Gibbs racing. Yeah. I, so to my point of these cars are really fucking fast. How does nobody not remember this? These cars are the fastest, best cars out there. You're putting a guy that's been in the Cup Series for years. Yes, he retired after last season. He's not been sitting on his couch for six years and jumping back in this car. Like He won an XFI race in a shit car last year at Sonoma. Weird circumstances, but really he outraced Kyle Larson and AJ Allmendinger at the end of the deal. He can do it. This is the perfect scenario for him. Much like Dale Jr. wants to spend more time with his family. He's able to do that, but still race in a fucking good-ass car. Like This is the perfect situation, and the books are sleeping on him. The numbers are just great on Eric Amarola. He's going to show up, and he's going to be competitive. He's going to be fast. Spoiler alert, got more on Eric Amarola in a few minutes, too. But um, as far as going over A.J. Allmendinger, I think A.J. is going to be okay, and he's going to be top 10. I don't think he's going to compete for the win. I think Eric Amarola is going to compete for the win. When you go to Sammy Smith, um, you know you look back at what Sammy Smith has done last season. 17th place here in the fall, 17th place here in the spring. I mean, do we think Eric Amarola can finish in 16th place, Rod? I would hope so. I expect him to finish a lot better than that. But, uh, you know, Sammy Smith was 35th at Kansas. He was 10th at Charlotte. None of those impressive. He did have a third place at Texas, so I will give him some credit there. But a majority of the mile-and-a-half races last season, not good for Sammy Smith. And, you know, you look at the JRM lineup, and you've got um, Justin Allgaier is kind of the top dog. Sam Mayer is kind of the other top dog. He kind of falls in third over there. And, and I know Eric Amarola is in one of these part-time cars. Well, not it's not even a part-time car. It's a full-time car. He's just running it part-time. But all of these JR, JGR cars are fast, and we have seen that in the past, right? We've seen Ryan Truex win races last year, Trevor Bain be competitive. I mean, if Ryan Truex and Trevor Bain can jump in this car and be competitive, why can't Eric Almarola do it? Um, so I love him to, to go over both Sammy Smith at minus 120 and A.J. Allmendinger at minus 110. Again, I think that... We're just not co connecting all the dots here. Like, oh, Eric Amarola was kind of a mid-racer in the Cup Series, right? Pop-up win every once in a while. But he's stepping down a series, and he's going to be in the best cars out there. It's, it's the perfect combination for success for Eric Amarola. And, you know, maybe he doesn't win this race, but is he going to be top five, top seven, even top ten at the end of the day? Yes. Is Sammy Smith going to be that good? Yeah, probably not. AJ hey, Allmendinger, I know you made the case for him to be top three, but... I think he's going to be 7th to 10th, somewhere in there. Uh, and, and I think that Eric Amarola easily will beat Sammy Smith. I think he'll also beat A.J. Allmendinger. So love him over both these guys. I love half of your bet. The other half's garbage. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, listen. I, so, so let's see. We have Creed winning the race, mm -hmm. Eric Amarola second, and A.J. Allmendinger third, and they all cash. Okay. <laughs> see, there you go. I like that. And then and then Jesse Love in fifth, and then we're all happy. <laughs> And Brandon Jones in fourth, and, and, yeah. and we're or Corey even happier. Corey sneak in there. It's fine. Okay, well, well, we'll have to expand the top five to the top six. Books, we need a top we can six get finish. Top six odds, uh, we, we don't need top fives anymore. Top sixes is where we live. Uh, let's 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 pull on our F one hats and and do a top six. We could get some top tens. Would be great. Oh, but, that would be fantastic. Know. I that would be a lot better off. <laughs> maybe someday, Ross. Yeah, maybe someday. Uh, all right. Well, then my only head to head involves a surprise. Surprise. If I had a drum roll pad on my board, I would play it. Uh, a, a JRM car, and it's the favorite JRM car that I have. I, I didn't know that I was going to grow up to be a Justin Allgaier fan, uh, but here I am. Uh, I am a Justin Allgaier fan through and through. So I'm going to say that the seven car finishes better than the double zero, uh, the championship 
reigning champion, Cole Custer. Uh, this is at minus 115, so like I said, I'm going to take Justin Allgaier over Cole Custer. It's not that Cole Custer's not good. In fact, his average finish here as an Xfinity driver is 7.3. Last season, he turned a second-place start into a third-place finish. He has three consecutive poles between 2018 and 20, uh, 20, 2019. So he had 2018, 2019 spring, 2019 fall on the pole. But uh, he's only got one finish, or two finishes, rather, outside of the top 10. He's got a ninth, a third, a ninth, a fourth, and a third. Cole Custer's good on this track. But Justin Allgaier, average finish of, get this, 7.3. They both have the same average finish. However, the last few uh, races for Justin Allgaier, and in fact, you got to figure that even Cole Custer, he took a couple of years off, right? He went to the Cup Series and tried his, his hand up there and then came back down to uh, to finish 12th and 3rd in 2023. But Allgaier's been on this track ever since, right? He's got a 6th place finish in the fall of last season, runner-up finish in the spring, 3rd place in the fall of 2022, 5th place in the spring of 2022, 2nd place finish in the fall of 2021, bad run in the spring of 2021, he finished 14th, but 4th, 8th, 5th, 31st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th. Uh, Allgaier is a perennial top five car. Like, there's honestly very few times, as I've read off, that he's been outside of this top five. Uh, and, and so, to me, that's consistency. Whereas, Cole Custer, yeah, he's got those three top five finishes in his starts here. But, again, an 11th, a 9th, a 9th, a 12th, those are all too close to top 10 range than they are top five range in my book. So, um, I'm, I'm definitely giving the edge here to Justin Allgaier just because, again, he was on the track. He's been on the track longer than, than Cole Custer in this series in general. And he's had more success as of late. I mean, that 7.3 average for, for Allgaier kind of counts in some of those those bad finishes that he had at the beginning. Well, I say bad finishes, but, you know, 16 top 10 finishes in 19 starts. The dude, the dude's just good on this track. And he's good in mile and a half altogether. And, and to me, like I said, I'm going to take that. Cole Custer just seems to be a slow starter, right? I mean, that's last year we were like, he's going to come out, win 10 races. He's still waiting. <laughs> Don't remind me that I said that. Right? I'm just saying, like, we, we thought he was. It wasn't just you. I, I thought the same thing. But, um, <laughs> yeah, he's just a slow starter. So this is still the third race of the season. Cole Custer, his car is getting a little bit of time to warm up. I'm going to take all guy over him in this race. Yeah, man. I don't know if I love this one. I think Cole Custer is going to show up. Um, man, I don't know. I, Justin Allgaier. I don't, just I'm say so you hate JRM, Cody. Just it's, say you hate JRM. I don't. I love Brandon Jones. I bet I don't know earlier. I, I don't really have an opinion on this bet. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, I don't know where these two guys, I, I looked at both of them this week, trying to consider play some bets on them, and it was just like, I don't know. I, I couldn't figure out what to do with either of them, hence why they didn't make my cards. So. I'll leave that pick up to you and, and fully support you, Rob. <laughs> uh, next up for me, winning manufacturer bet. Toyota is plus 155, Rod. Absolutely love this. And I, and I know you're thinking there's only five Toyotas in the field, Cody. So pretty small Toyota field. And yes, that is correct. But for, first of all, you're getting John Hunter Nemechek in this. Plus 350 to win this race. At plus 155, you can add Chandler Smith who I've already talked about, who I'm about to talk about again in a minute. You can add Eric Amarola, who I've already talked about. I'm about to talk about it again in a minute. You can add Sheldon Creed, who I've already talked about. I'm about to talk about it again in a minute. Did I just give away all my winners, Rod? I am all in on the Toyota basket. I don't understand. They were so good last year. 
on all these tracks. Uh, John Hunter winning left and right. Sammy Smith was continually fast, but continued to have issues finishing races. Ryan Truex was fast. Trevor Bain was fast. I mean, these JGR cars were fast. You're getting Chandler Smith. You're getting Eric Amarola. You're getting Sheldon Creed. Um, and again, so this is kind of my way to bet on Justin or, or on uh, on John Hunter without completely um, just taking just him, right? I'm getting all of his points in there as well. And you're only moving his number basically from plus 350 to plus 155 and getting three other very strong cars. Corey Heim is in there as well. Darcy Heim winning, probably not. But I think having all four, all four of the JGR cars in the mix at plus 155, I'll take that bet. Um, you know, obviously you've got the she- a lot of Chevys, a couple of Fords as well in in Herbst and uh, Custer that could be threats. But uh, I really like that. And then going over to the Chevy camp, I'm going to take the top finishing Chevrolet to be Austin Hill, Rod. Um, his number is at plus 350. I was looking at an Austin Hill top five, which is only plus 120. And then I was thinking to myself, you know, I really love all of these, uh, you know, all these JGR cars to do well. I think guys like Herps are going to do well. Maybe Austin Hill doesn't get in the top five, but he could still be the top finishing Chevrolet, even if he doesn't get in the top five. And you're getting a better number at it. So that's why I kind of went this route for Austin Hill. Um, Justin Allgaier, I think, is the biggest threat, and he's the favorite to win this group. AJ Allmendinger is at plus 350 as well. Um, Again, I think he's going to be strong, but I don't think he's going to be competing to win strong. Austin Hill did win this race last season. Um, do I think, you know, like Austin Hill was just our automatic top five bet early on last season, right? He continued to do it and continued to do it. And again, I'm not even taking into account the last two weeks. I know we won both of them. I know it was impressive. It, it doesn't translate. He's not going to be that good at Las Vegas this week. I don't think. I think he's going to hang around. I think he's going to put himself in a good position at the end. I think he can be the top finishing Chevy. So those are the only two guys that are above him. You got Sam Mayer, you know, there's, he's done a lot here or he's done a lot at the end of last season and been impressive, but where are we going there? Sammy Smith, he proved last year he couldn't really finish races. Uh, Jesse Love, where are we at? Brandon Jones, I like him for the top five, but if I hit the top five on him, not going to be sad. So, you know, and then you're getting into Kligerman, SVG, Josh Williams. I mean, so really it's just these top couple of guys. And I think that Austin Hill can easily beat these guys. He's going to be hanging around in that you know, fifth to 10th place range a majority of the day, put himself in position. I think he could win top Chevy, potentially being sixth, seventh or something in here. And if he gets a top five, fine. And, and he hits this top Chevy for you. You got a better number anyways. So winning manufacturer, Toyota 155, Austin Hill, top Chevy, plus 350. Both those are over on Caesars. Well, I will add to your uh, bet in that way. And I'll take the winning car number. Uh, surprise, surprise. When I looked at these, I was trying to figure out which go which way to go, and I realized that even at minus 150 is not a great way to go, uh, and so I just decided to, to pick the number range, right? And and for this one, the, the number ranges even were kind of atrocious, so I just decided to take the one that I felt like had the better, the better uh, number on it, and a couple of drivers in there that I like the most, and that's winning car number of 50 or more, and this is at plus 420. Not a lot of cars in that range, actually. Uh, there's really only two that, that you can really hang your hat on. And so you're, you're sort of either weighing Chandler Smith and Riley Herbst to win this race. So this is sort of a bet on either one of those two to end up winning the race. But I figure you're getting two good drivers at plus 420. It's almost like 
you know, a, a great, and I think both of us even have this on our cards. Uh, so we're kind of taking our outrights and, and I don't want to say parlaying them, but we're sort of hedging on, on one sort of bet. Now it also has Jeremy Clements, BJ McLeod, <clears throat> Kyle Weatherman, and uh, Nick Lights and uh, and Shane Van Gisbergen in there. Right? Oh, SVG, we found a way to bet on him. There you go. Make, make sure you write this down, Chris. There's a bet on an SVG. That actually, it is a bet on SVG. So Giesbergen, uh, as as they love to say in that one. Um, yeah, so this is a bet on SVG too. It's it's sort of a, a backhanded way to get him on your card if you want. And at plus 420, shoot, man. I mean, I, I you could still bet him outright if you really, really feel like it. But this is an opportunity for you to not have to lose an outright bet on him and still win if you end up if you end up deciding to bet on this this one. So like I said, plus 420, 50 or more. It's really just a bet on whether Chandler Smith or Riley Herbst wins this. And then if somebody else from this camp decides to sneak up, I mean, you have better shot betting him outright, but if you really believe in a Jeremy Clements, then uh, by all means, bet, bet an outright on him. But I still like this 50 or more at plus 420, so give me that. Yeah, well, I don't hate it. It's a big number, so that's nice. You're kind of tossing in Herbst and Smith together there, uh, which is not a bad way to look at it. And then you get SVG, and uh, really I don't think anybody else in that group can win. But, um, yeah, I don't hate it. Yeah, and, and again, it's not, you know, you can still bet either one of them outright, and then you you just triple down. You know, if whatever one doesn't yep. hit, then you've got a little insurance. You've hedged a little. So Exactly, and I still don't argue with you on winning card numbers, even in Xfinity. So. Look at that. See, <laughs> mom and dad aren't fighting uh, that much. <laughs> All right. Speaking of winners, Rod, let's do it. Uh, this these, these may shock you. I'll just go through them quickly because I think <laughs> I've talked enough about them. I'm just taking the JGR cam. I mean, again, these guys are fast and their numbers don't match up to what they should be. Chandler Smith is seven to one. Eric Amarola is fourteen to one. Uh, Sheldon Creed is eighteen to one over on Superbook. Give me all three of them. Um, I'm, I'm covering myself with John Hunter on the winning uh, manufacturer bet. I, I think that. These JGR cars were the fastest, best cars last season. And you're putting good drivers in all four of them. And in this case, all three of these are very good drivers. Chandler Smith dominated this race in a college car last year. I can't stress to you how much these JGR cars are better than the college cars. And then he backed it up with a great finish here in the fall. So it wasn't a fluke. Um, and then for Eric Almarola, he's Eric Almarola. He's a longtime Cup Series driver. He's just out there to have fun. He is literally doing nothing but going out there just to race and have fun. He doesn't have to worry about points. He doesn't have to worry about anything else. He's just trying to get wins. 14-1 to for that in this type of car. When guys like Ryan Truex won last year, Trevor Bain was second multiple times in this car. It just it doesn't make any sense. And Sheldon Creed, 18-1. to What the fuck are we doing? The guy almost won 304 races last season. I think he finished second place 304 times in the Xfinity Series last year. Like He was second place every week. He got really close to getting it done. Uh, Eighteen to one is just ridiculous when he's getting in such a better car. I it blows my mind. So love all three of these guys. Obviously, all in on JGR this week. All in on the Toyota camp. I just think that they are going to be the fastest cars like they were last season. It's like it's like the books just did, completely forgot about last season. And great if they did. I awesome. <laughs> we're getting great numbers. So I love it. Give me all three JGR guys here. Smith. Almarola Creed at seven, fourteen, and eighteen to one. Not, not to fact check, but I will say that Sheldon Creed five second place finishes last season. Just, just for <laughs> the record. I mean, dude, he's gotten so close to winning, and, and we kept saying it last year, like he's so do, he's yeah. so do. Yeah. 
And and is some of that him? Absolutely. You have to put it on him because look, Austin Hill won what five or six races last year and in similar equipment. And I think Austin Hill is still a little bit of a different level of driver, but now you're putting him in such a good car. I mean, he is in, you know, the same car that that Ty Gibbs won a bunch of races with two seasons ago, and that John Hunter won all these races with last season. And, and we've seen these guys just be good. And now you're putting in, you know, this isn't tossing Harrison Burton or Brandon Jones in these cars where they're good drivers and they'll show up for you here and there, but these are really good drivers. All three of these guys are really, really good drivers. The numbers just don't match up to the talent level and the cars that they're in. So just going off all in on JGR this week. We're in Vegas, Rod. Put all the chips in on the Toyotas. Toss those damn chips in. I love it. Uh, all right. Well, so I'm going to go back to one of the uh, to one of the drivers that I talked about in that 50 plus range, and uh, I'm going to go with Riley Herps. I mean, listen, he is the last person to have won in the Xfinity Series uh, on this track, so uh, there is kind of that chalkiness, but. The reason I'm picking him, he's eight to one on on a lot of these books. So go go shopping um, and have some fun because you'll find him as low as seven to one. I found him, uh, but he's eight to one. And, and again, the guy that won last year, not getting any kind of respect when you got John Hunter Nemechek in the field that has yet to win a race as the what plus three twenty some odd favorite. I mean, that's a that's pretty disrespectful. Uh, Riley Herbst, like I said. At eight to one is such a good good steal. He led 103 laps on this track in the fall. Uh, started eighth and finished first, and then in the spring he he finished or started tenth rather and, and finished eighth. Those are his two best finishes on this track so far. But again, we've seen Riley Herbst just sort of mature, especially last season in general. Right, we saw him really come into his own. We were betting on him a lot. Now he's a Cup Series regular. Uh, he's getting that opportunity to do that now. So. I mean, that that just goes to show you how well he did last season. He had that win in Vegas, 10 top fives, 17 top tens in 33 races. So we know Riley Herbst can get it done, especially over the last back of the half of the season. Didn't matter what kind of track you threw at him, he was finishing inside of the top five. Fourth place at the Roval, first at Vegas, second at Homestead, fourth at Martinsville, fourth at Phoenix, right? He hasn't forgotten how to drive. He's still in that 98. He's still able to to do the things that he's able to do and let's give him that home that hometown bump right Riley Riley Herbst is from Vegas I know it doesn't do very well for Kyle Busch when he's in the the cup car Kyle Busch only has one for as much as we hype that this is Kyle Busch's track he's only got one win on his home he's track not in the truck series that's where that's well, where he's got all his wins that's true too but Herbst but Herbst only has the one win too in the Xfinity series in that as well but uh yeah I feel comfortable giving him the win especially at 8 to 1 I really do feel like you know, again, a lot of people are counting him out because he's not the flashy name. He's not John Hunter Nemechek. He's not Justin Algar. He's not Cole Custer. He's not Austin Hill. He's Riley Herbst. And and the broadcasters talk about him all the time, but that's it. It seems to be that everybody else kind of forgets about him after the broadcast is over. So we don't, Riley. We love you. Eight to one. I want to take a stab at you. And then I want to double down on that car number 50 plus at plus 420 and, uh, and walk away with two winning tickets from the weekend. Yeah, I like it. I love Riley Herbst this weekend. Another guy, when the, I had him circled before we got the odds, I was hoping they were sleeping. Comes out at 8-1, to one and it just I, I still like the number, but when I saw the Toyotas at the big numbers they were, I couldn't help it. I had to take them. Um, so I'm really glad you put Riley on here because I think he's going to be a contender. We're going to be talking about Riley Herbst a lot this year. Um, I mean, he was one of our auto top five bets last year. That was 
just crushing it for us week in and week out. So glad to see him on here. I think he's definitely going to be uh, in competition to win this race like he did in the fall um, with that that home crowd bump. So I think he'll definitely be up there at the end. So uh, I like it. Thank you very much. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know I was going to be high on Riley Herbst until I was digging <laughs> into the research, and I was like, here we are. You got high on Riley Herbst. Got high on Riley Herbst. I've, I've done that before. Uh, all right. That is our betting card, so you know what time it is. Get out your pen and paper and start writing these down as we recap them. And for those of you on the YouTube, we have the flashy graphic for you, as we always do. Again, another uh, commercial for you to get into the uh, the YouTube channel and find that bookmark. If you've already listened to the show and you just want to see the graphic, that's fine, too. Go ahead and play the, the video through. There's a bookmark on there, and you can find it and go right to it. So... Cody started you out with Sheldon Creed over AJ Allmendinger at plus 120. I tossed in Allmendinger as a top three car, so Creed's got his work cut out for him at plus 350. Cody followed you up with Brandon Jones as a top five car at plus 275 and tossed in Corey Heim to be a top five car at plus 750. Then I tossed in John Hutanuichek as a top three car at minus 120. Cody gave you Chandler Smith as a top three car at plus 275. I said Jesse Love would be a top five car at plus 225. Cody gave you Eric Almarola over Sammy Smith at minus 120. And then Eric Almarola over AJ Allmendinger at minus 110. I said Justin Allgaier would finish better than Cole Custer at minus 115. Cody said that the winning manufacturer would be a Toyota at plus 155 and then gave Austin Hill the top Chevy at plus 350. I tossed in that the winning car number would be 50 or more at plus 420. And then Cody said Chandler Smith would win at 7 to 1. Tossed in Eric Almirola at 14 to 1 and Creed to win at 18 to 1. As you can see, we ran out of room for Creed, so uh, just know that Sheldon Creed is on there as well. And then Riley Herbst at 8 to 1 was my pick to win the race, the Xfinity race at <laughs> Las Vegas. Motor Speedway. So there it is, Cody. That is our official betting card for the Liuna exclamation mark at at uh, Las Vegas. <laughs> Got to get the exclamation mark in there. Oh man, just loaded card, but so many good bets out there on the board this week. Again, you don't have to be as scared to place the bets this week with it being uh, a non Speedway, and I think that's why we're excited. Plus, we got good options, good numbers. Uh, so I, I feel. I'm feeling very confident going into this weekend. I think it's going to be a great week for us. Get some practice. Uh, man, full ra- full week in a racing truck series on Friday. Truck series podcast was yesterday, so make sure you go back in your podcast feed, in the YouTube feed, listen to that. Um, F1, Saturday morning. We got a show on that as well, the F1 Gambling Podcast. You can find that in your podcast feed. Brought that show. It's it's this show just with F1 in the name. It's It's really the same thing. We're talking about F1. We don't uh, we don't turn on our British accents or anything, so nothing crazy for you. I think you'll enjoy it. And then the Cup Series on Sunday, um, obviously, and, and we've had that show out on Tuesday with our Cup Series picks, so go back and check that out as well. And uh, I heard we're coming back tomorrow too, DFS slash underdog. Um, oh, man, I was browsing through underdog. They had, uh, I don't know, well, the F1 ones might be gone right now, but since they had practice today, but they had F1 qualifying for, I think, every single F1 driver was on there. A bunch of Xfinity stuff, a bunch of truck stuff, a bunch of cup stuff. The underdog is full on in on the racing scene. So love it. I'm excited to come back tomorrow 
and uh, talk DFS and talk uh, underdog for the Cup Series. That is going to be fantastic. I can't wait. Max sleeping in practice, making everybody start to wonder whether or not he's just he's just playing. Just, possum. He's playing up the drama. I think. Yeah, whatever. Like <laughs> Max, Max could wake up in the morning and forget that he's have to race, be two laps down, and still come in and win. I don't even care at this point. Uh, anyways, yeah. So lots of fun and lots of options for us to go over for our, our underdog picks, and we'll be back for that tomorrow. Man, I'm telling you, this is uh, we are the only show right now that goes five days a week. So you know I don't toot our horn very often, but I really do want to recognize the hard work that Cody puts into this, that you guys put into this every day, uh, allowing us to to come to you every single day with different options and different ways to to present NASCAR uh, content. And it's it's just so much. I, I can't even say it. It's just so much. Uh, so much gratitude that I have for you guys out there for listening each and every day. You, you're the one that puts in the most work. Also, bonus underdog pick for you. Brandon Jones, better than 13.5. Hell yes. That's definitely going in my next uh, underdog build here. Beautiful <laughs> stuff. Uh, all right, Cody. Well, then, as we let everybody go to fill out their Xfinity cards, where can they find you on social media? Yeah, follow me on the X at uh, Husker underscore Zeb. You find all my stuff over there. I got a couple of casino articles that came out this week for sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Uh, we've got this show. We've got the F1 show, all kinds of other stuff. I'll be on Rise NASCAR Report here, about 40, 40 minutes or so. So uh, check that out. I'll post a link over in the Discord if you want to want to jump in on that. Uh, I'll be on there with, with Full Tank with Phil, too. So that's going to be a good time. Make sure you check it out. And uh, follow the show, man. Hit, that, hit the subscribe button. Click the bell. You get notified. We're doing pretty much every single episode live for the most part now. Um, so you, you'll get notified. You can jump in the chat. Love all you people hanging out there in the chat. So we appreciate it. And uh, see you again tomorrow for, for DFS and Underdog. As we always do. I'm on X at RJ Gomez. Link in the bottom. Everything I got going on, whether it's here. Sportsbook Review is now letting me do racing every week again. So F1 is already up. Cup will be up here uh, in the next couple days. And then, uh, of course, just follow me all season long on that as well. And then check out the back road tonight. Seth and Elliot holding it down for your Vegas uh, bets and DFS as well. All right. Just like Cody said, we'll be back tomorrow with some DFS and underdog. We'll see you then. And until next time, let's go racing and let it ride.